Hello and welcome to this episode of the Venus and Vesta Astrology Podcast. This episode, I want to talk about retrogrades and planets in direct motion because right this second, Mars is about to go forward, about to go in direct motion after three months of retrograde. And straight after Mars, we have Mercury going forward. Then straight after Mercury, we have Uranus going forward and we have three months of all planets in direct motion, which is an APDM. Um, So I wanted to talk about this because I feel like the planets and have a really bad rep for going retrograde. In our modern current times, Mercury retrograde has come into our consciousness and everyone fears the retrograde. It's like, oh no, the retrograde. And I don't want people to fear it just as much as when you see how all the planets in going forward, are. that's something to behold as well, as well as the retrograde. So I want to take you through this Mars retrograde, see what we've learned, how it goes forward and how it pertains to what is coming up, because it's important that we have gone through this Mars retrograde and it has should have or can have taken us to another place. We might not be there yet because it's very important that right now Mars is stationing, meaning it's it's slowed right down to almost a standstill and it's stationing at eight degrees. And this is a really important point over the last few years of these retrogrades that are all bonded together. Like it's like they're passing on the baton. So let's have a look at what's happened in this recent Mars retrograde. So so Mars obviously, well not obviously, so Mars is our energy. Mars is the bow and arrow that really takes us somewhere. It's where we have goals and energy to commit to them, where we have certainty and where we have real desire, sexual desire too. And so Mars really gives us a thrust forward. Mars is also the knife that cuts through things, cuts through things with such incision, as well as for when you have surgery or when you have swords in a fight. This is Mars. You know, he's super powerful. And if you compare to Venus, where you might magnetize a lover or a sexual partner, Mars is where you go out and find them. It's the it's the the dynamism that goes and gets you the partner, whereas the Venus is kind of more drawing in. So when this Mars has gone retrograde, it's like we've we've lost our power. It's like somebody's taken the plug out and we've all sat there going, oh my God, what is going on? And really, um, because Mars has gone retrograde in Gemini, and Gemini is an air sign, and Gemini is about our brains and our thinking and our little journeys that we make to each other, the connections that we make and our computers, we can feel that, yeah, Mars has taken the power out, out of all of those connections, discussions, um, conversations, short journeys that we may have. Um, So we've all been depowered in this kind of airy air landscape. So now that we've come to the end of Mars retrograde, we can think, you know, how have we been really depowered and has that redirected us to somewhere else? I've certainly been redirected. I was at one point sitting in the middle of it going, (laughs) I've got no home and I've got no car because my my car. I mean, there's nothing more Gemini than and short journeys with my little car. I had a mini 
and didn't pass the MOT, didn't pass the test. It's so Mars retrograde. And so um, I was thinking of keeping my Mini because she's quite a, um, a classic car. She's British racing green with a British racing green hood. She's a Cooper S. She's really nice. I was thinking, well, I'll put her in the garage for winter and get her out for the summer because there's nothing nicer than driving down the country lanes with the roof down in a little mini. But anyway, it was not to be. And um, as this, as Mars retrograde reached, it's almost in midway, she died. And I was thinking, this is the short journeys that I'm not allowed, the little journeys that I'm not allowed to make in my car. And it's the mechanical stuff. It's all not allowed to happen. So there was I with my Gemini car and also Gemini's on my MC, you know, where I'm heading in life. So it was taken away from me. The ability to go out was taken away. But actually, obviously, I then got a new car. So I was redirected to something more powerful, more appropriate for me, where I'm living in the country now. So I do feel like, you know that as much as I miss her and um that wasn't really nice to go through really I have come to a better place so likewise we can all look at that and think well where have I been directed to in the last three months you know have I come to any new understandings about my thought processes about what I believed what I was becoming to understand because, you know, Gemini is about our pro, our thought programming, what we're thinking about and um, what we then come to understand, our learning. Have we learned anything from this by actually un- having to unlearn something, really? And, um, you know, have we spoken out about it or have we then not been able to speak and then allow someone something else to happen in exchange? You know, have we sort of withdrawn our voice from somewhere? So this is all Mars retrograde thoughts for we can look back on and reflect on. But also the change of IT as well. You know, as much as I've changed my car, you may well have changed any IT because it may have been. But then, you know, a depowering of a a crashing of a system, especially when Mercury then joined Mars in retrograde. And, um, you know, have we had to change our IT, change our travel arrangements? Um quite possibly. And then also maybe looked at jobs. Have we looked at different ways of of going out into the world and understanding and, and reviewing and earning money? And of course, all these things will, will be relevant to where this Mars retrograde is happening in your chart personally. But But on a global scale, we are all being kind of in this in the doldrums about information you know when is this information gonna get real when are we really allowed to believe this are we waiting for more information drops and you know my favorite subject is the jeffrey epstein um clients you know they just released another set today another set of information about jeffrey epstein and all the client details have been redacted Mars retrograde. When are we going to find that stuff out? But also Mars rules siblings and thereby your close friends, your friends, your acquaintances. And so have you had kind of any um, reorganization of the power between your friends or your and your family, your brothers and sisters? Has there been a shift amongst that or any kind of breakdowns and, um, you know, a pulling apart of friendships to, that maybe have the chance to regain or reorganize themselves as Mars goes retrograde? I mean, within the retrograde, 
you may well organize that and have it a complete have it complete within the retrograde but you may as well also have to wait till mars goes over the same point again um when it's in its forward motion for then the completion to happen so it doesn't always happen on the same day there might be a whole period that follows the mars retrograde to have the breakdown the reassessment the depowering the car as a you know my example uh, before you can then go forward so Mars is sitting at eight degrees and um, eight degrees Gemini. And, and, and I think it's interesting to see that President Biden has got his Saturn in the House of Relationships at nine degrees Gemini. And I do think during this January period here, we may well see something of President Biden and his own thought processes or lack thereof. Um, to really demonstrate here about what Mars is doing. Maybe he's taken away some of President Biden's thought processes, you know, because there is this idea um, which is demonstrated repeatedly that he ha he's so he's in, in advanced years and that dementia is taking over. And I think that's a real possibility that we, because of this nine degree Saturn of his, when things start to, Saturn moves forward, we may well see um, something spoken about, about this as an illness for him or something more profound that confirms what people have been saying. And Obviously, that's not nice. My parents have both um, have got advanced dementia, stroke, Alzheimer's. So um, as much as, you know, they're not president of the free world, <laughs> we do. We wish him well for his health. But actually, for political reasons, we want something better, more sophisticated um, to come about. And perhaps this Mars retrograde will bring that for us. And, and both my parents, um, with both suffering the same thing, have got their son in Sagittarius, both opposite, directly opposite Mars, Mars's retrograde. Sagittarius is opposite Gemini. So both my parents' son, both my parents' Mercury are in Sagittarius and they are uh, very much suffering through this. So, so uh, this depowering of um, mental capacity, should we say, which is within Gemini's grasp. So moving on from the mental side of things, because this is, of course, Mars and Mars is about uh, sex as well um, and the brain as the largest sex organ, which a little known fact, but um, I'm joking about that, by the way, um, that actually maybe we have to change our mind about how we feel sexually or how we feel. Of course, we can then look at the debate that's going on about um, genders and sexuality and, you know, whether it is dual genders and, you know, binary, non-binary, all those ideas because of Gemini being the double-sided and also kind of, although it's... Um, uh, you know, n not necessarily male or female, there is that idea in Gemini that we are now really deep in that discussion and maybe things more positive can come out of it and move forward once Mars either goes forward but also leaves Gemini entirely. So that's that's something that's coming up. And if not, you know, why not thinking about, um, you know, your own sex and your own sexual desires 
as something that can actually bring about, you know, with the chi, sexual chi that you might want to work towards and put in place of your goals. And I think that idea is also very much prevalent or coming about the idea that our sexual energy is also our life force. And also the idea that once we're engaged in that idea, that we can actually put those, that energy into other things rather than just the actual physical act of sex. So again, this is something else that we could play with or you may have reflected on during this Mars retrograde in Gemini. So yes, Mars in Gemini will allow us to change our minds. Um, and because we've gone, re whether it's in retrograde or not, but now it's kind of moved back to this eight degree point and is stationary here for nearly three weeks. And um, so all eight degree points in our chart, your chart, everyone's chart, if you have planets at eight degrees, they are going to be kind of triggered by this Mars sitting here at at this point at the eight degree point in Gemini. So, of course, you know, Gemini will try and all the other air signs, it will square, other planets will oppose. So we do get this trigger in any of the other star signs with other planets. So do take a look at what you've got at eight degrees. I actually have my Venus at eight degrees um, in Leo and that's a, that's a sextile to Gemini. So that's really good fun. That's really good news for me. But also at the same time, Venus herself is in Aquarius at eight degrees, opposite mine, but also then trining exactly Mars. So Mars and Venus, who are paired anyway in our cosmos and um, in our worlds, that Mars and Venus, um, not opposite, but a pair, are... Um, yeah, are having a really not as as Mars stations here, Venus is almost giving Mars her blessing. She's saying, look, because I'm in Aquarius and I'm going to and she's trining, making a trine connection to Mars in Gemini. She's kind of saying, you know, I'm giving you my blessing and my approval. But because it's Aquarius, it's like, well, there are complications to this that I want you to learn. I want you to understand and, and want you to be aware of what is going down. What is happening? What have you learnt during this retrograde? Because if you've learnt it or understood it or raised your consciousness, which is totally Aquarian, you know, landscape, then, of course, I'm giving you my blessing. It's like learn the lesson, understand what's going on, raise your consciousness. And that's Venus's message or blessing towards Mars as he stations there in Gemini. So as Mars is sitting here at eight degrees Gemini, he's there for th nearly three weeks. That's plenty of time for us to really look at what we have learned. It is really good, really easy for us then to say, well, I have learned this and, and take, take note and, and reconsider what we have learned over the last three months. Now, in this time, in January, as we're speaking now, Mars has just gone direct. And in a few days, on the 18th of January, Mercury goes direct as well. And when Mercury goes direct, Mercury is in Capricorn. And of course, Mercury is at eight degrees as well. So um, Mercury is at eight degrees Capricorn where he um, ended his retrograde or did he start his retrograde 
a year ago in Capricorn, on Venus certainly did. So Mercury is picking up the baton of the, the Venus and Mercury retrogrades in Capricorn a year ago, where we were expecting um, the monetary systems to really, or the financial system to really take a crash. And of course, we may not have understood that they were taking a dive because they certainly are now. So here, Mercury going direct in Capricorn at eight degrees picks up with last year. But also when Mercury retrogrades in December, he starts at eight degrees Capricorn. So over the next, so that's a three year pattern of Mars, uh, sorry, a three year pattern of Mercury in um Capricorn going retrograde around this point so really digging deep into our financial systems it's going to continue we really are working on getting a new system that maybe isn't fiat maybe it's on the gold standard maybe it's central banks digital currency you know Mercury is working hard within Capricorn to turn this around um so, yeah, so we've got on the 12th, we have Mars going forward at eight degrees. And then on, on the 18th, we've got Mercury going direct um, at eight degrees as well. So there's this thrust and there's this certainty that comes about this month. And I did say at the beginning of the month, if you have any New Year's resolutions, it's probably not best to start them till after the 22nd, actually, of January, because the, because of these retrograde planets. And it's almost like because Mars is just stationing there. And even when it goes forward, he's not, not going to leave the eight degree point. There's another week at least, week and a half of him sitting on the eight degree point. And of course, Capricorn is, uh, sorry, no. And of course, Mercury is at the eight degree point when he goes forward too. And as Mars was going forward, there was Venus at, at eight degree point as well. So as Mercury goes forward in Capricorn, we're going to get some more confirmation of things. We might get letters in the post that agree things. Contracts might be signed. Um, there might be some legal ideas or some really official documents or information that gets um, confirmed and processed for us. So that's Mercury in retrograde. And so Mercury at the eight degree point is in an um, Mercury is in an air sign and Mars is in an air sign. So that's why I say look at all your eight degree planets, whether they're in water, earth, air or, or fire, because these planets are going to either try and square, oppose, conjunct or sextile um, one of your planets if it's at eight degrees. And maybe look at the seven and the nine too. But definitely there, seem, there will be this thrust forward now after the 18th. But on that day of the 18th, when Mercury goes forward in Capricorn, the sun is going to meet up with Pluto and we get the annual sun-Pluto conjunction. And of course, Pluto, dark lord of the underworld, he's he's in Capricorn now, still on the USA Pluto return spot. And so that's going to be quite an intense day on the 18th, when I think we may see something in America really knuckle down to some information being opened up and maybe we see more protests. I mean, obviously we've got the protests going on in Brazil and maybe we see some news coverage of that or some um, copycat demonstrations. 
there will be some kind of change or revelation, evolution pushed forward through around this time with Mercury going forward and also with the Sun conjunct Pluto. It's quite an intense day. Sun conjunct Pluto, Pluto is super powerful and we maybe see the big shifts in our society, in big politics, in big bang. Ugh in big banking um, or um, big pharma, big food, any of those big global conglomerates, we may see something being pushed through or being made aware or evolving beyond what we understood it to be. So the 18th is quite a big day for us, all of us for that, and especially you eight degreeers. Now, I said there's the third planet to go forward in January is Uranus. Uranus goes direct on the 22nd of January. Now, Uranus, and this is going to be at 14 degrees in in Taurus. Now, on the 21st of January, we have the Aquarius new moon and the Aquarius new moon. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. So the day that he turns within 24 hours of his new moon, when the moon is still dark, is quite a profound turning of Aquarian energy, Aquarian Uranian energy on the 21st, 22nd. It's quite powerful that we see this new moon, which is always a uh, an opening, an opportunity, um, a new big, an opportunity opportunity for beginning that um, suddenly Uranus is going direct on this day too and that's quite profound. A couple of days before just like Venus has approved Mars's going forward by being at that eight degree point Venus on the 14th was at the, at 14 degrees uh, 14 at the 14th degrees at Aquarius and she's squaring Uranus so it's like she's also given approval to Uranus and kind of kicked him like come on push we're off um, we want new ideas we're ready for you we're ready bring it on so this whole period of January it's like excitement and new ideas coming forward but when Uranus goes direct just after the new Aquarian new moon it's like this is a powerful new beginning and that's when we need to start things new things and uh, things that are going to span into the future and change our future that's the 22nd of January and that's when we should be starting our new year's resolutions if, if indeed we have any and it may be for the Aquarian idea that this is maybe an old hat way of looking at it but certainly it's a good way to think about starting new things at a new moon whether you're believing it's a New Year's resolution or not. So on the day Uranus goes forward, I mean, if he's going, for, Uranus is such a crazy planet. And um, I keep calling it a crazy ass planet. And my friend Julie is going, oh, it's so funny that you call it a crazy ass planet. Maybe because I'm British and she's American and, and you know, we don't use that phrase crazy ass. But Certainly, I feel Uranus is. It's got this dynamic and electrifying, inspiring and slight and quirky, really quirky and a bit offbeat. You know, we can expect the unexpected with Uranus. So it is a bit crazy. And there has to be crazy somewhere in the in the cosmos. And Uranus is going to own it. So, yeah, crazy ass planet. So when it's going forward or whether it's going backward, it's still going to be quite confusing. And the difference is with Uranus going backwards is that actually we're going inwards. We're going a little bit inwards and taking it within ourselves. And um, so now that Uranus goes forward, Uranus goes forward on the 22nd, as I say, day after the, the new moon on the 21st in, in 
Aquarius. Um, but as it goes forward, Venus, her again, Venus conjuncts Saturn and the moon conjuncts Venus and Saturn all in, in Aquarius at 24 degrees Aquarius as as Uranus changes direction. And I kind of feel like that's another opening like a portal of this energy with Venus and Saturn. Venus and Saturn is kind of um, as much as we might think Saturn may oppress Venus. Venus also brings it also brings um, steadiness to uh, Aquarius and to our ideas and what we love to do. So this is a really powerful day to really put out there what we want to do. Are any crazy ideas we have, any plans, you know, just think beyond and say yes to the unit say yes the power of yes and what am I saying yes to what am I saying yes to and if you're realizing in your head you're saying rest yes to the wrong things you know make a list do it crazy you know Saturn the moon Venus and Uranus they're all there to make your plans go yes I'm going forward with this no matter mad how no matter how mad it seems you know with Saturn there and the planets on moon and Venus sitting on Saturn it's like yeah we're going to bring stability and we're going to enable you to build from here. So it's not just Venus going crazy, let's do something mad. Saturn is activated at the same point to go, yeah, we're going to bring stability, confirmation, um, focus, and we're going to approve things in a really appropriate way. So I think on the 22nd, straight after that, you moon is a fantastic day to start anything off and give anything a reboot and really think about where you're taking things into the future and and on one of my courses I went on it would said you know what what am I creating right this second what am I creating with my energy um and with my focus so that is a really important day to really understand and get to grips with what you are creating uh, whether that's in your work, um, within your finances, within your romantic life. Yeah. What am I, what am I creating? Where am I, what am I feeling now that is creating the next moment? So Uranus goes, is the last planet of the three planets, obviously three planets going direct in January, but, but all the other planets are already direct. So Uranus is the last planet to go direct. So all so now we have APDM, all planets in direct motion. And that means they're flowing forward. Life is going to flow forward. Life is going to progress. We're going to be moving forward. And because it's Uranus, who is future orientated and a bit crazy, but also Uranus wants to take our consciousness into a higher realm. Uranus wants us to go higher and understand things on a much more um uh, cosmic, should I say, level. So, you know, all things. So he is the flavor of the APDM, which lasts three months. So there's a whole three month period of all planets in direct motion. And Uranus is in charge of that. So any the craziest ideas, the better for you to move forward. And in, but in some ways, you know, everything's, you know, it's like things could get greenlit much eat more easily. If you were hoping to do something, buy a house, uh, change job or or create something, you know, it, you know, the more different, the better Uranus is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're taking that to a better, to a higher place, Uranus is going to go. Yes, yes, yes. And also this is going to feel super good because after what we've been through with Mars retrograde, where things have been in the doldrums, this crazy ass Uranus going, yep, it's like we are absolutely going to go forward with some nice and good and wonderful things. So quite excited about that, you know, but 
they're, you know, things getting green ticked, things moving forward. I'm not saying they're not going to have their ups and downs, but they're moving forward. However, the caveat to APDM, and this is why I don't really want, feel like we should fear the retrograde, is that the caveat is that when things are moving, all the planets are going forward. Things are moving forward and they're unchecked. They're making progress and nobody's looking behind them or inwardly it's just going straight forward with no one ticking the boxes it's like I can get through the barrier here without a ticket and you know agreements can be processed agreements can be processed without without some what certain people missing you know things can go forward and oh we didn't check past xyz it just goes forward and you know without consideration you know yes and you're like how did that thing get green lit how did the council get the planning for that 5G mast to go up? Whoops, there it goes. You know, it's stuff like that that goes forward without us giving it a green light. It's gone forward anyway. So that's why I think, you know, when planets are in retrograde, it does allow a certain amount of circumspection. It does allow a certain amount of, right, we can't just... Sh- just charge forward with the things. We've got to check in with people. We've got to check some boxes. We've got to move things around and make things happen in the better way. So that's how I feel. You know, the APDM, as much as, yeah, get your stuff going, get your projects going, especially after the 26th of January. But also remember, there's things that you don't want to go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead without your approval. So, um, you know, there is that idea that, you know, it's like being on the ski run. You're, you're the slalom. Off we go and, um, yeah, (laughs) off we go and we're going to keep going, even if you feel the bumps. Now, Uranus, as I say, is the last planet to go direct. So he flavours, his crazy assness flavours the whole of this three month period of APDM. And so this means, you know, this is when the higher thinking starts. He is in charge of our consciousness our, and, and taking it to a higher place. He's he's all about new tech advancements, but in a, in a not talking about the laptop and the mic that we're using now he or the headphones he's talking about big tech big upper you know the stuff that that goes on beyond our personal idea because he's not a personal he's an outer planet and so he's onto these new tech ideas and the advancement of humanity and not just the advancement of humanity the advancement of our consciousness too and there is the idea of of uranus really bringing in some cosmic codes cosmic understanding raising our game to such a higher level during this time which is amazing um And of course, because it happens on the day after the Aquarian new moon, again, it's like, right, we're going forward at full speed ahead into the future with this. And this is another uh, placeholder for us to do the to go into the age of Aquarius. Now, the new moon happens on one degree Aquarius. And two years ago on December, we had the great conjunction of of Jupiter and Saturn at zero degree Aquarius. And later this year in March, Pluto arrives at zero degrees Aquarius for three months. I think April, May, June, yeah, three months and doesn't go beyond zero degrees, doesn't go to one, just retrogrades back from there. So this, this early Aquarius point and the fact that we've got Uranus moving forward on that point, it really is a thrust forward 
for humanity in so many ways that we have not even considered yet because it's beyond our ken. It's up there in the skies, ready to download into our brains. It's not, you know, Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury, which is Mercury is the, the 3D consciousness of me speaking to you now, it's Mercury. We're using Mercury as Uranus is a much higher ideal and uh, beyond just our personal experience. It's the group experience. So one of the things I was looking at and I'm going to listen to is Judy Sartori. Now, she has had quite a few um, channelings that, that were gifted to her. She was on the edge of her beach house or not beach house, her lakeside house and suddenly got hit with this big ball of golden light hit her in the throat nearly knocked her over and then started communicating with should other beings shall we say and she says that around this time on at this month um as mars goes forward and mercury i think on the 13th of january there's going to be an alignment of planets that really is a stargate opening uh, around the planet aldebaran and she said this is going to be a huge download. It's like a portal for take to take humanity into a real higher consciousness and allow us to understand things from such a higher level than we currently are. And so I think that's a fantastic way. I'm going to have a little listen to that. And I will report back if there's something I, you should know. But um, apparently we also have this portal opening for us as much as we've got all these other Aquarian, Uranian, futuristic things happen. Look up Judy Sartori and her, um, her Stargate that she's talking about with Aldebaran, great bright star in the sky. So that's also ha happening around this time. So, wow, who knows what is going to come next? Now, as I mentioned, Uranus is the higher octave of the lower octave of Mercury. And not that one's better than the other. We need both because Mercury is the 3D communication that we have between ourselves. And uh, it's Mercury that ends this APDM on the 21st of April. So it's like Uranus, the higher octave, starts it, Mercury, the lower, ends it. And it's like the higher octave, then it's almost like a passing of information that we've, the stuff from the cosmos gets downloaded and Mercury then kind of goes, yep, I've got it, as it passes on to Mercury to end the APDM. And Mercury is kind of saying yes. And what's interesting about this passing of higher consciousness and coming down to the human 3D thinking, it's like the download is complete. It's like when you're trying to upload or download something on the computer, it goes, you get the buffering, you get the buffering and it's happening and then bingo, it starts. Mercury is going to go, yeah, I know where we're going with this because Mercury miraculously, is um, sitting at 15 degrees Taurus, right next to Uranus at 14 degrees. So Mercury is like ready to take that all that we've learned from Uranus and then retrograde with it in Taurus. So yes, the download will be complete by the 21st of April. Um, and and on, on this 21st of April, where Mercury goes retrograde, um, Mercury in Taurus is going to be within 30 minutes or so less half less than a degree less than half a degree of Uranus so really it's changing although one's at 14 and one's at 15 degrees they're closer than one degree 
And so this conjunction in Taurus and also the new moon on the 20th, the new moon in Aries, which is at 29 degrees Aries, the last degree of Aries, like a really powerful anoretic degree of Aries. It's like a massive booster, you know, of humanity wake up call for because because also Aries is the man. Aries is ourselves. It's like, right, we're ready. We've received this information. Mother Earth has received this information. It's downloaded and we are ready. So this whole Uranian period, it ends with more Uranian kind of information and and understanding that is brought to mankind, to brought to each of us individually for this new moon in Aries. So this APDM is a wonderful time, you know, to start meditating, to start thinking about things for the future, where your humanity is going, get involved uh, and, you know, looking at your conspiracy theories um, or or as someone said, you know, spoiler alerts. So, you know, all these ideas that are taking us into the future are all going to be profound during the next few months. So, you know, we might be thinking, ah, oh, Mars has gone forward but it's not really, it's still slowly going through it. But Mercury, all these like little stepping stones from Mercury then to Uranus to continue our march onwards for humanity. And so now, as I've said, Mars is at eight degrees, leaving the shadow or so he's eight degrees. But I'll say that again. Now, as I've mentioned, Mars is stationary eight degrees Gemini. And he's not going to be leaving this whole retrograde period, this whole shadow period until the 14th of March. So, you know, when it's still within APDM right until the 21st of, of April. So March is the big month, actually. So um, March um, is when Mars leaves the shadow of this period. So those ideas that you think um well, you're waiting things to go forward with Mars retrograde. You know, some of us will go, yeah, we've completed, we've got things, we're going forward now. Some of you might think, well, I'm still waiting, actually. I'm still waiting for things to be signed, to click in, for me to get it. And so as Mars goes through this shadow period, co covering, re-going over the ground he's just retrograded through, that, you know, slowly things may pick up, things may fall into place you know friendships may be uh, regained um my car something like no no that car's gone let's not go there um you know things may be understood in a completely different way new information might start coming to light to enable things to to work in a much better way and i really feel that i have been redirected already through this mars retrograde so maybe you do too but maybe there is more for you to come and especially if you feel like you haven't maybe that is still yet to come during this period so the 14th of march is when mars leaves the shadow zone and he leaves at 25 degrees. Now, that he did kind of sit on 25 degrees for nearly three weeks as he stationed to go retrograde back in October or 31st of October. That was our Halloween gift. So the beginning of November. So you may not feel like things that were happening at the beginning of November may not come to pass or may not be confirmed or completed until 14th of March or just after. Now, so, you know, that's all there might be a bigger pattern at play 
So he leaves um, on the 14th of March, but he actually, Mars actually leaves Gemini on the 25th of March. And so that's seven months in Gemini. And as we started this retrograde, we're like, wow, Mars spending seven months in one sign is completely unheard of. It's quite profound that he would do that. And, you know, Mars in Gemini is tricky. Mars in Gemini changes his mind. Mars in Gemini kind of really fluffs things up and makes us confused. And if you have that natally, you know, it can cause anxiety. It can make you the brain of Britain, brain of the world kind of thing. Um, you know, it's ideas and it's probably too many ideas and too much kind of uh, laughter and connections. Great fun, of course. So um, if, you know, we are now waiting for Mars to go to, to leave this shadow zone and move into Cancer as he does on the 25th of March. But of course, March is the big month for 2023. On the 6th of March, Saturn moves into Pisces and on the 23rd Pluto moves into Aquarius after 15 years in Capricorn to spend 20 years in Aquarius so um and, and Pluto as I mentioned will be sitting on the nought degree Aquarius point until June mid-June so really we do have this kind of um thrust forward even from March onward as well it really is like the beginning of the Aquarian age and really a taster of what is to come in our future so the idea that we're being thrust so profoundly forward with these Uranian ideas the, brings you back to Mars retrograde and go, well, really, Mars has been refining where we are, what we're looking at, refining our goals, making us reconsider what we really think and our own programming and how we approach things and how we connect to people and what what routes we use to get there and really Mars has been redirecting us all along. Mars has been getting rid of stuff so that we can move into this Aquarian age without that baggage. And you always think Mars is like, you know, we're juggling 10 different things with Mars. And when he goes retrograde, suddenly we have to drop all these balls that we're juggling. But what we're left with really is what we really should be focused on. What we're left with, you know, the, the fluff all falls away and we are then left with the right thing. So we can see now that Mars retrograde hasn't been this fearful thing. He really has got things, cut away what we shouldn't be concentrating on and cut through the noise so that we can see what is the real truth or what is the layers of truth that we have to grapple with and understand. Because when we're going forward into this Aquarian age, you know, we want to get the best out of that and want to live our best life. So really, we're going to thank Mars Retrograde for that. And I hope you've had a brilliant Mars Retrograde too and been redirected in the right way. Please do tell me how it went for you. I'm always interested to see how it affects different people and what goes on. So do direct message me about that. And thank you for listening. I'll see you next episode. 